0: And welcome to Fast Break Breakfast MBA Podcast. My name is Keith here once again in the same room with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Who are dressed in matching shirts. That's right. The pastel pinks and that. what is that? Tur- Demi- a turquoise, a light the blue? Thematically,
1: blue I'm, sky- single I'm single white female Chuck. Yes. And I am. I'm big, buxom woman Chuck. BBW mm-hmm. B- Big beautiful one, Yeah B- Oh that's what I, For B- some reason I thought it was Buxom <laughs> yeah, That makes sense <laughs> I like use <these> Old timey <laughs> words uh, yeah, yeah I was like I don't think yeah.
0: I don't think They've shortened Buxom yet For <laughs> internet slang mm-hmm. Chuck you look like The Miami Heat Home court Where your hat Is the old colors Right And your shirt Is the Vice City that's jerseys, very, Vice Night City jerseys. It's, it's very irritating it's still confusing. I'm still upset about the name. It's the city jersey. It's the vice jersey, but the Heat never say vice city right. together. Right. Because that's a different thing.
2: And that's, all, that's yeah, probably It's probably a trademark. A, it's Grand Theft Auto. I it. mean, yes,
0: but yeah. I, I assume you can get a Which was in
2: my It was set in Miami. They could have like given some. Was credit. it officially Miami no, or was it just it was Brian De Palma's Miami? It was Brian De Palma's Miami. The um, Scarface, the video game on PlayStation 2, set in Miami. Was Where, it any good? You, you start off as Scarface coming out of the fountain he actually survives that shooting because he was on so much cocaine and then the job is to rebuild your empire and you do
1: cocaine so that you get shot and don't die
0: did you beat the game of course I did. Scarface seems the like very the game
1: for the kids who couldn't afford GTA Vice City. Yeah, it was, like the mean, $20 it was expensive. Version. Oh, okay. oh, I mean, well, I, I was saying
0: at the, at the very end, that's well, because it was marketed to NBA players. Right. <laughs> um, at the very end, did it turn out not to all be a dream that you actually did die in the fountain? Because I'd assume that would have
2: been, been the, big, the most simple, the simple conclusion. No, you, I dreamed the whole game. You, the game never ends, and there's all these submissions, and you can go to islands and fly planes I and boats. Love,
0: and, I love games where you go to islands and fly planes. Right.
2: And you just go do missions and move coke and like collect millions of dollars there's also the godfather game where you drive around new york city which is kind of cool is that any
0: good i remember hearing al pacino on the bill simmons podcast uh talking about how he did not allow his likeness to be put into the godfather video game.
2: right so that game was cool because you get to be this like criminal who does the things in the movie that you can't see so like when you place the gun in the restaurant where right michael shoots what's his name sure you're the guy who puts the gun sterling in. hayden right and then you're the guy who puts the horse's head in the bed like that just happens it's but like, a guy had like, to do like, that like, and that's oh, yeah. the mission place, it
0: was a cool horse game. head in bed hit x six times you had to like sneak right in right kill yeah, yeah, his yeah. like
1: you had to kill his <laughs> horse that was part of the mission it was kind of dark <laughs> i was playing the wrong damn games yeah those games
2: ruled and that's kind of when i stopped playing video games like they're PS2. still pretty awesome I know.
0: Just I, just,
1: I, I probably should.
0: Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, coming opening week of the next NBA season. Mm. That's oh. going to ruin your She's life. Like Keith, you need
1: to go ahead and schedule your divorce. <laughs> yeah, I need to
0: get that worked out. Uh, the Vice City video game I also remember loving because, as you guys know, I'm really unaware of most all-pop music. Right. I never heard right. any growing up. So the Vice City you game lucky dog. had those 80s radio stations on the game and every song that came on i was like this
1: song is incredible flock of seagulls are better than like, the beatles i was like
0: this working for the weekend is the best song i've ever heard <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it was all like the first time i'd ever heard it I'm like this song gets me fired up anyway fired up i'm fired up you guys are here i'm fired up the nba playoffs are pretty much over
2: yeah uh, we for uh, four days we can hit sim well Wait. no there's no playoff basketball for just long. nothing
1: i love it sunday
2: sunday
0: weird saturday Sunday. Sunday, Sunday,
1: Christ. What are you guys
0: doing with your three days of no basketball? Preds, game? Preds tonight. Thursday Preds night. Preds tonight,
1: then traveling. It's uh, just uh, there will be no respite. I'm hang with my kid. Yeah, that's cool. Give good. We'll watch. Uh, we'll watch
2: highlight videos of Hakeem Olajuwon.
1: Dream shake. I want good. my son
2: to have good footwork.
1: Absolutely. You know, that's good parenting. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you were, if you could choose, you would choose Hakeem's feet for your child. Oh, yeah. And Greg Oden's penis, I assume. Mm, definitely definitely Draymond, not the other way. Draymond <laughs> Green's. I like the
2: tricolored penises. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, want my son to sense. have a very mm-hmm. remarkable You dong. guys click
0: on links I don't click on.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. you should have seen it. I Well, I also had to Photoshop a crying Jordan face on Draymond's penis for a group thread.
1: With the exception <laughs> of Two Girls, One Cup, I don't think there's ever been a link I could not. Stop myself from clicking. I
0: couldn't it's... click on the uh, watch AI paint Bob Ross trees in mm. uh, Virtual Nightmare. That sounds I was like, oh, I'm not clicking on that. <laughs> that sounds sad. <laughs> Did you guys uh, have breakfast today?
2: Man, I had a gas station, eggs, biscuit, boy. Mm. Just Broasters? eggs? No. Oh. There was a marathon uh, in Rivergate. I stayed. This was actually kind of hilarious. Okay. They hang out with this girl. She's kind of cool. Um, it was her birthday last night. Your daughter, right? No, she's you know she's a woman. She's a mom. Okay, uh, not your daughter. No, but, the but night, that
0: sentence could have been confusing.
2: That could have been. My daughter is not your a mom. Your brand
1: new daughter is not a mom.
2: No, and I'm Ooh. I'm working on as keeping it that know. way. Grandpa, my,
1: grandpa right? Chuck,
2: my job <laughs> is to try to not be a grandpa
1: for last a while. week. We found out Chuck was a father. This week we find out he's grandpa. Um, <laughs> so I'm hanging out at a girl's place,
2: and uh, she, you know, it was her birthday, and. uh we were, having, we were playing around after doing birthday things. And she... Uh, Water balloons. Th- ...threw up <laughs> uh, on me.
0: Okay. Gross. Mm, right. Keep going.
2: Uh, okay. Then um, she was you know, mortified, obviously. Uh, I jumped in the shower. I get out of the shower. She's asleep on the puke stain that's on the bed. Um, so then she sleeps on the wrong side of the bed. She wakes up uh, at 5.15 to get her son to go to school. Um, Hits news. I hit snooze on her phone. The alarm goes off. Right. Oh no. Then her uh, five-year-old autistic son. Okay. Comes into the bedroom. I'm butt naked. Uh-huh. This and is bad. He she he's asking, who is he? Why is Arian Nation in bed? And mommy? she goes, Whoa, because sh-, she overslept. And then um, I went and got a biscuit from Marathon around the corner from our house.
1: That's what you do when you when, when
0: that was a weird button to the story. It was
1: when when, <laughs> when your uh, partner, I guess, in this uh, when she has to stop and explain why white supremacy has entered the house. Right, I do. You go get an egg sandwich. Right. Uh, <laughs> she brought her son to school because
2: he missed the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I I went to get breakfast, but yeah, it was a very interesting uh, morning. Quite the morning. I mean this kid is going to need therapy. My bare ass was just in the air hanging out. What tattoos you got back there? It's just my my, my just with my butt. You have like a Dwayne Wade tattoo of your butt. A happy
1: Dwayne Wade and then you cross it out I've and then... got
2: a Joel Anthony's face on my. He just right got butt just, cheek. just
0: got a got a list of the, the Dwayne Wade feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just keeps updating his yeah. Dwayne Wade feelings. But <laughs> yeah,
2: that was uh that was
1: an event. I and hope so it, the I the moral is don't ever. hit snooze right. on your casual sex partner's phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is true. <laughs> My uh, breakfast. Yes. Less exciting. Mm-hmm. Less birthday inspired. I just had, I had a strawberry smoothie using some ingredients from the house. Wow. It was fine. It was not. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was... Did the effort you put into it not provide
2: the
1: satisfaction? I that, mean,
0: I had strawberries and strawberry yogurt, and I'm like, I don't want to use a spoon. Wow. I Are just you, want to drink this with a straw. Did you
1: put any curds and whey in there? Mm. No. Sugar? No. No. Salt? A little, a little pinch of salt,
0: a little bit of almond milk. That's cool. I didn't even, I didn't even dress it up. Like I thought about opening a kid's apple juice. There's a little flavor apple juice in there. Maybe a little something and eh, nothing.
2: Break Just, it up. You it should've. was, it
0: was. Bleh. Maybe don't. I mean,
2: that's your, that's your fault. You should have, you should have, you know, played around with I it. Felt, you I, felt, got I felt
0: weird steering, stealing one of my son's apple juice boxes.
2: Where in the world do you get that idea? Everything you feed him is yours. That's but right. He,
0: he knows how many juice boxes are left. Does
2: he? Does he? Wow. We treat juice boxes like. It's gold. Is your son the yeah, accountant?
0: It's a it's a unit of of
2: love, time. No reward. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, like okay. he treats
0: it like a, bur- a slice of birthday cake. Okay,
2: cool. I get
0: it. He's like, can I? He's like, if I'm very good and eat all my food and do not complain, can I? Mm? I'm telling you. And he won't say juice box. He'll go mmm and I'll like point to the top of the refrigerator. The, my he's sentence like he's like, I, he's like, I want. Oh, that's incredible. It just points, um, and and sometimes I'm actually like uh, I'm, <laughs> your son, Dom DeLuise. No. <laughs> well, a lot of times, um, my wife won't say the thing that she wants. It's like she's too polite <clears throat> or shy to say what she wants. So I'm trying to encourage my son to express like what he wants. Right. So I say like, if you can say juice box, you can have a juice box.
1: But so then that he that's can't a, say it, can he? Sometimes
0: he's like, I just want. Meh. Yeah. What'd you have for breakfast,
1: John? Let's see. I've been awake for about 70 minutes, so I've had prednisone, mm. ah, naturally. Uh, no ibuprofen. I found out you shouldn't mix your NSAIDs and steroids. No, that's not a good idea. Good to know. I've had some milk thistle. That was weird. That sounds like a... Uh, some turmeric pills. Uh, you know, just old man stuff. A bunch of weird old man stuff. We were, we're trying talking, to get through the day. Me and Burr were about his arthritis today. Oh, yeah. And uh, how he's on glucosamine. Got cysts. You and... ever have a cyst? Or even think about assist. Don't do that. Mm. But uh, we'll probably get some breakfast after this, Chuck and I. Chuck will have his second breakfast, <laughs> like the, the hobbity is. If you insist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, those were our breakfasts. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often, frequently, the first time that we talk about the NBA. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for?
2: Yo, I was wrong about the Celtics, man. Last week's episode, me and Keith by ourselves, I tell...
1: I'm sorry.
2: I am basically build a whole world where I'm just like that. The talent at the top is too much. Right. But you got to learn how to win in the NBA. And Embiid and, and Simmons got their butts handed to them. And a lot of the the learning and growing pains that happened that you saw with KD and Russ in, in
1: uh, OKC... That's what they're going through now. Certainly feels like I Embiid didn't... mastered every part of the game except for the winning part. He had a couple 0 for eight, was it, uh, Keith? Mm-hmm. In last second shots this year, really? I think it was. Was it career? Or was it just
0: a season that he was 0 for eight in shots to take the lead or tie? That's a remarkable in stat. The final, I,
2: I uh, think as as and like to give Philly fans like some solace. The only thing he injured this year was his face. Right, which is an, a That's remarkable thing. It gives you hope. It gives you that kind of peace and understanding. And
0: he also had that really clarity. bad, that really bad play at the end of game three, Christ. where he didn't come to the ball. Like right. on the inb- it was a late, lazy-ish inbound pass mm-hmm. by Ben Simmons, and then Joel Embiid did not go to it. Al Horford. Playoff veteran. good god, Playoff God. Perpetually underrated Al Horford. I mean, he's a, just a monster. He's awesome. Automatic. He caught that dunk in game five. Eight a, feet above the rim. A, that alley-oop had no idea he could do that. I didn't know he that could That was jump. like the perfect Al Horford jump. I don't think he knew he could do that.
2: But he's, yeah, he's he's in his prime. He's peak, and he's one of those guys. I mean, he's a top 10 forward in the league. And with a system like that, that Stevens has in place. I mean, Philly couldn't even get. Balls in
1: bounce against that defense.
0: They had some trouble.
1: Um, Brad Stevens, after a timeout is called, is like General Zod. Really kneel before him. He's yeah. he, he, it, it's
2: kind of a, a crazy thing to watch. And you know Brett Brown isn't a bad coach, but I was
0: wrong <laughs> about that.
1: I mean, it's not a bad. Can coach. we talk about Brett Brown? Is if it you, time? If you want, is he the reason they lost? Do you want to jump on the hot take bandwagon? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brett Brown is the reason they lost. Do you I, feel like it, I feel like I feel like I feel like the Sixers could have done so many things differently and won that series because it was such a game of inches. I mean, and such a game of slight margins. I think if Brett Brown had done an okay job, the Sixers should have won that series. I'm not ready to say he's a bad coach, but I definitely think he showed me that he's nowhere near the Brad Stevens of the world at all. Right. I mean, they were some their timeout management was horrendous. Uh, they had games where they. Did exactly what Brad Stevens wanted them to do, which was feed Embiid to the detriment of anything else. Right. They literally had two things that they would do: run one of their white guy weirdo Frankenstein's monster Dracula shooters off of two screens, or give the ball to Embiid. They did nothing else. Yeah. If and if one of those two things didn't result in points, they just didn't score. Yeah, I mean, they just it was there was no flexibility. No, I, I, Brett Brown took a hit in my eyes this playoffs. Um,
2: I mean, but there's there are you know it's not like the the Sixers lost it. But, the Celtics went out. Marcus Smart played incredible basketball. Oh, my God. Well, the, he is some weird mixture of Draymond Green and J.R. Smith. And Tony Allen. And Tony okay, Allen. Please kill me. Right.
0: He's Tony. He's new Tony Allen. and this, he, But this, he
2: thinks he can shoot, which is weird.
0: Again, I don't blame Brett Brown too much because I think the Celtics just had the horses to match up so well on defense. And Embiid did not overpower Horford and Baines like we thought they would. Mm-hmm. A lot of that because, which I think you, I guess you can blame Brett Brown. Right. There was too many times where they needed a three or something, or they're, they're running a post-up, and Ben Simmons would be in the game, and it was almost like you should probably take him out to get a shooter on the court, but I guess maybe you want to work on, you're, you're taking the long view of, of we're getting these big playoff reps. Right. Because um, so, they needed the shooting, but I mean, with the versatility of those Celtics guys, they could guard anybody. Like, they could guard Bellinelli, who then and then, and then destroy him on D. On offense.
1: And the same with J.J. Reddick. The flip side to the can you believe Dwayne Casey benched DeMar DeRozan argument is can you believe that Brett Brown didn't bench Ben Simmons?
0: He also, uh, I mean, he also did adjust and get Robert Covington out of the game more. Mm -hmm. Robert Covington was a big reason why they lost. He was bad.
1: Right. I mean, just... But it just I had a mini game of scones planned. Uh-huh. Uh but which we'll just go ahead and blow. Okay. Uh because there's been much hype about how Ben Simmons was the worst player for the Sixers and you could say that he was. And he was last in plus minus and TJ McConnell was first. Uh but there was one player worse than Ben Simmons in both offensive and defensive rating and it was Olbekov.
0: Yeah, he had I mean he had two games where he didn't hit a shot.
1: Nashville TSU zone Bekov.
0: Yeah, Nashville zone.
2: Uh, but, but yeah, it's just uh what we need to highlight here is the difference between rookies. Uh, ben Simmons chokes uh, and Jay, uh, uh, Jason Tatum balls. He does 20, 23 a game in the series. And, uh, you know, if if the, the pressure was on Philly, um, I think, or if the pressure was on the Celtics the way it was on the Sixers, you might have seen it. But I think the Sixers were playing with house money. They were they both weren't teams, really. Both, were, teams were, both teams were. Both playing with. I don't know. I think. I think the Celtics narrative was. The, Celtics have those injuries they can point at. That's what I'm saying. So like the but I think Philly was you know pointing at the we're gonna go beat LeBron like they were christened after that Heat series. We put them bit. in the finals.
1: Oh, I did. You know.
2: And that was, you know, that was a mistake on all our parts. I feel like that, they had to play. I feel those like that games.
0: hurt him. That hurt him. How how I, how strong they looked in all the second halves of season. Well, there was games. the sixteen game,
1: game streak where yeah. Ben Simmons looked like God, and then it he was, just and then he flew too close to the sun. Because yeah. I
0: was really discounting their into the regular season, like guys, they haven't played anybody. Yeah, it was right. very. And and it's really slanted the way we're looking at this. But then when they kind of took apart the Heat, I'm like, oh, maybe yeah. they're good. Maybe they're, you know maybe right. they're great. Right. Turns out they weren't so much. My apology is I got some facts incorrect when I was positing to Chuck the fanciful trade idea of sending Carmelo Anthony to the heat for (laughs) Tyler Johnson uh, and Deion Waiters and sending then LeBron James also to the heat (laughs) for James Johnson. Uh, I've left out. I said then you would reunite the two, three and four picks. Mm-hmm. which is obviously incorrect. Obviously, LeBron mm-hmm. James was the first overall pick. Right. It would be reuniting the first, third, and, and I, fifth. I still picks. think you can get Darko on there. From 2003. You probably mm-hmm. could get Darko. You need to find whatever. Uh, Chris Bosh. Bring Chris Bosh back, and oh. you can have the one, two, three, four, and five pick. You need to check the, the, my- Serbian, for, the
2: Serbian for farmlands. Uh, I don't I don't think they make it to the second round of the playoffs.
0: Someone that sent, team sounds terrible. Yeah. Someone <laughs> sent me a photo of Darko Milicic
2: Ooh, a day ago. How fat is he? He was gigantic. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, he's what? He's like an MMA Probably yeah. farmer? still thinner than me. He's but a farmer. He just
2: chugs beer all day.
0: Whatever that big expose or lo- that long feature about Darko Milicic and how he didn't spend any, any of his money and has it all now and has a gigantic farm in Serbia oh, yes. and just like lives the life, it's pretty good. Dude, he's it was the opposite he, of he's Ro-
2: selling, Richard Swift. He's selling Robert Swift. Robert Excuse Swift, me, not the musician. He's selling. He's selling like ecstasy out of Serbia. There's no way you just live on a farm as a multi-millionaire. He's oh, got a. Yeah. He's got a chemistry factory. He's like uh, Gus Fring.
0: There's not a. Not everything is a drug front, Chuck. I mean, High Five is a drug front. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> John, you have anything you feel bad about?
1: I mean. You know, you guys are parents, so you rarely... You only use full names when it's really important. Mm. So I will say LeBron, Lamangelo, lebron Orangelo, Raymond James Sr. I am sorry for doubting you. Mm. He has made... I didn't think he could pull this team of scallywags to where he has, but it's just been... <sighs> wow. I, I, you, in, to <clears throat> comfort you at this time... Um,
2: that sweep, the Cavs beating Toronto, proves all of your Dwayne Casey ire correct, I because God. LeBron outcoached. Toronto. Also,
0: your Jonas Valanciunas, ire correct. <sighs> Even though Jonas kind of brought it when it he had a 2020 the twenty twenty game, it was, it was that one decent. 2020 game, that yeah.
1: he lost. Luckily, luckily <laughs> Embiid, you know, had a worse bunny miss than Jonas. Although I guess Jonas did have a million tries, but so painful. But I mean, I just this LeBron performance has. T- I mean, he barely gets through the pacer, so I was almost right. But then I was so cataclysmically wrong. There are no
0: moral victories and predictions. There
1: really aren't.
0: (laughs) But the series... I'm lying. I think there are.
1: (laughs) The
2: season series between those two teams, that played out in this playoff series.
1: LeBron dominated every game. I told you guys. How much pain is... Raptors blowing the first game of that Cavs series. It was
0: that was everything.
1: I think LeBron knows. And then
0: they just fell apart.
1: Every game, they
0: fell apart.
1: It seems like LeBron knew every play
0: was that they were running. That game four, I, when the third quarter ended, the whole oh my gosh, they have to play another quarter.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, LeBron hit the first that. ever. I I've never seen this before. A whimsical playoff buzzer beater. He. I mean, it was he hit that and then was like, oh, it was it game? It Dainty. was game. It was
0: game two where right. he had was it the th- the third quarter where mm-hmm. he just said, "I'm going to hit eight fadeaways." Yeah, right. Just, I'm going I'm gonna to do this over and over and over. I'm
1: going to add Michael Jordan's fadeaway to my arsenal right now. So this man, nay God, mm-hmm. yes, you know, he's
2: he's turned into like, you know, in Westworld where Jeffrey Wright at the end of the it's first really season, spoiler word, alert, yeah. uh, you find out he's a robot. Right. All along. And you thought he was in charge, but then you realize he's a robot. We all thought Kawhi was the robot. It's LeBron. Yeah. That's a monster. So we just mentioned Dwayne Wade, uh-huh. Melo. These guys are basically out of the league.
0: They're aging.
2: They are gone. Yeah. LeBron is peaking, and he doesn't show signs of any sort of regression. And weirdly has this, I mean, his minutes per game. He's at 41 a game. He's averaging 30, 34, 9 and 9 playoffs crazy i'm sorry i had to curse <laughs> So i mean it's insanity and this guy tr- trucks dot in the eyes crossing and, the t's and uh, uh you're listening to uh, david griffin on bill simmons podcast and they were talking about lebron's iq i mean he's physically the best but i that game after uh, listening to that podcast watching lebron play them it looked like he knew every play they were going to run well, he apparently does. When he does. So last year in the playoffs, he was telling Patrick Patterson where to line up on out of bounds place. He's Psy- like, no, you got to go over there. Bye.
0: Psychological warfare.
2: I mean, that's like chess stuff. He's like, hey, I'm going to help you and still destroy you.
0: They were so close to losing to the Pacers.
2: So close. I mean, but are you ever really that close when you're, when you have a uh, Yes. No, but I mean like, it like it. This has been the case. Like LeBron, they're bad teams that LeBron has matched up with. Chicago when he was in Miami, Detroit when he was in Cleveland the first time. They were just bad matchups. Right, but and these are was, like, you know. Once he started learning how to win, these are hinky trade pieces. This is that seven, almost beat him. This is seven years, eight years of this now. Of him just like, you cannot get me out of the
0: finals.
1: It's amazing. So, I wonder if this playoff run validates lebron not caring about seedings or scares him a little bit.
0: Just because, mm-hmm. do you think he got a little scared with the first round? I think he should be.
1: Yeah. I think it may, may it may lead to them caring about the pl- the playoff seedings a little more cuz honestly the only thing they have to fear with Boston right now is that they don't have home court. Right. I can't
0: I just can't get over that they they beat the Raptors in a sweep. Again. That's nuts. And it was and it was, Dude. It was just that first game that was close, and then it was just it was over.
2: But I mean that that's just shows you like LeBron's intelligence. He's calling plays out. He's running the defense the way he's supposed to, like a middle like Ray Lewis. Nothing goes on on that floor if he's not calling it out. It's insanity to watch.
0: No murders happen around him while he sits in a limousine. that Happen around him unless he calls mm-hmm. that out,
2: and then has blood it's... all over his white
1: suit. And, and it's it's scary too because <laughs> Kevin Love is playing really well again. Yeah, which is Corver. Which uh, well, the I think the Corver playing Corver more has secretly been the best thing right. that they've done.
0: I think it's funny. I, I don't think like Kevin Love is playing pretty
1: good again. Right.
0: Like it's, I don't even think he's playing great. It's like, oh, Kevin Love is no longer terrible.
1: Right. Well, and they look unstoppable. Well, and even the Kevin Love thing really has more to do with inserting Corverin again because they can just run that little three-man game right. where Kevin Love gets to use his passing ability. Right. Which that's been the real... To me, that's been the... It hasn't been that Kevin Love is making shots. The big thing that Kevin Love has done is that... Is the, the three man game they're playing with Corver where he can use his passing ability, and then defensively, I, th- I think he's been really good. He has stepped up defensively. He's finally like started making those the, strides. The shots—that's just ch- a cherry on top that yeah. he's making a three. So funny. Yeah. It's like yeah, no. it's like
0: oh, Kevin Love's actually hitting a shot. Joe, cherry icing on the cake. Right. Don't right. even need it. Yeah. <laughs> like insanity. All right. Well, well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, best thing we have some listener submitted questions from our Patreon supporters the croissant questioner any questions um yes are you going to finish that croissant
2: knock
1: yourself out uh, the croissant. Finish the croissant. mike asks i know this question will be outdated by the next pod but how fluky is the self's 2-0 lead over the sixers Game one, Boston hit a bunch of threes, two from Baines, and Philly couldn't hit any, five for 20 something. That trend couldn't hold, right? Then in game two, Marcus Smart, the guy Philly wants to shoot, hits four threes, and Rozier and Tatum basically do not miss in the fourth, while Philly's own J.J. Redick misses two wide open threes at the end, and Simmons only scores one point. Can those offense repeat? Are we about to see some regression to the mean or is this just how the Celtics do on a regular basis? Is Brad Stevens making this happen somehow or is the ball just bouncing their way so far? I really have no idea. So there is a, a, a bit of that because it's that weird that p- play at the end of game
2: uh, 5 where Marcus Smart tries to f- miss the f- free throw, right. and he banks it in Winning. and then goes and makes the steal at the end of the other other end of the court. I hate that play. It's the it's the very Marcus Smart.
0: I, I think the question, you know, how fluky is the Celtics lead? And then we can Break it stretch down. that over the I whole series. I think the lead
1: is fluky. The result is not fluky.
0: I, I Yeah, I think they they had three games that were toss-ups that all went to the Celtics. Correct. However, and we've talked about the Celtics a lot already. I don't think it was fluky at all. I think the Celtics showed that they had the the plan and the players to beat out the Celtics. At the I end never, of the day, coffee I mean, is for Sixers, closers. Yeah. Right. It never To me, it never felt like, oh, the Sixers should be winning this series. It was always like, the Celtics are... I don't know. I feel like that they're imposing their will. And yes, it did come down to the final plays. So, and Marcus Morris couldn't hit a shot. That's it's also weird. another one, and they still won. Yeah. So, no, no
1: I, don't, they, I don't think it's fluky at all. No, I think they deserved it. At Monte World Peace asks, if someone were to cook and eat the hosts of Fast Break Breakfast, who would have the best tasting person? If you had to be ingested by your listeners, how would you prefer your body to be cooked and/or served? Holy
0: crap! I would like Chuck to answer. First He's of all,
1: I am the tastiest
2: one, yes. right? Yes, I am. Explain not, it. I am. I am batty. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, beer beer fed. Yep, mm, um, beer battered. Beer. Yeah, I always smell like tater tots. So there is like a just of essence of yeah. food in my skin all all day. Um, relatively healthy comparatively to I, me. Yeah, I am. I am probably <laughs> like my body fat. Um, broken you, down. Yeah. Um, Keith, you would probably taste acidic. Yeah, I
1: don't. Think... I don't know, but like sometimes you like that Coca Cola marinated steak. Mm, I don't yeah,
0: know.
1: Not um, a lot of sustenance there. But Keith might taste pretty this good. This undernourished cow was only given Coke. Jo- yeah.
2: John is like wagyu beef. Oh, uh, he is Sorry. marbled. Yeah, um, there is levels of just fatty beauty in every bit
1: of his muscle. You would want to eat my cheeks. Oh. John, John, I would eat his face. Jow, my jowls the are jowls a delicacy. Yeah, I go right into your jowls. I
2: would probably like my tastiest part. How would
0: you be prepared, Chuck?
2: I'm going. I'm going. Uh, my hammies, probably. My my my. I'm thick thigh. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I'd probably you're you're meaty meaty. You know, leg meat. I
0: think you're probably gonna want to sausage me up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably season Smart. you. Make some andouille.
1: Smart. Yeah, if like, I
0: could end up like just topping off a bowl of gumbo, some chorizo. I'd, I'd be proud of that.
1: Yeah, I'm with it. Not me, boys. What is your... If you had to I be like, served... ahi tuna. If you had to be
2: served as food to someone, what would you want to be served with sides?
1: Hmm. <sighs> let's going. go with... Let's go with uh, some beans.
2: Oh, I'm going to country fried steak my my thighs... Right, hash brown casserole from Cracker Barrel. Don't eat my <laughs> don't eat my liver, guys. Oh no, I yeah. don't know. Don't even try. You can make with mine.
1: Like it's all fatty and gross, overstuffed. overstuffed. I would, I would like to feed you until your liver explodes That's before. Delicious. Another listener asks, what actors would you choose to play the head coaches in the second round of the NBA playoffs? If the NBA playoffs were a movie, which are scripted, and the NBA definitely isn't, would you play yourselves in this movie? Specifically, the scene where your listeners cook and eat you. Wow, got some good stuff. follow up. Uh, How did that
2: person know about the cooking? Oh, this is also pizza? Monte World Peace. Monte, hmm. is well, first of all, a Chuck, demented I'm, person. You should follow him. On everyone Twitter. can
0: see the people's questions in our Patreon <laughs> only Slack chat in oh. the Cross on Questions channel.
2: I like to be surprised by him.
0: Uh, I would feel like, what well, we got. I
1: mean, I'd rather not play myself.
0: Steve Kerr is the. Uh, I feel like you could do that guy. Oh man.
1: Steve Kerr is the nightmare child from the hereditary trailer. Oh.
0: I don't know what that is.
2: I don't know well, either, but it sounded funny. It's
1: really scary. Um <laughs> Steve Kerr
2: is played by uh, Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> that works. Um Mike D'Antoni's played by uh
1: Give me give me an actor. Who's the guy? Mike D'Antoni with the mustache played by the Monopoly or Pringles man. Ooh. Without the mustache is played by a Ho Chi Minh Viet Cong squadron leader. I deal with that.
2: That's dope. Yeah. It's a good move.
0: Like
1: Quinn uh, Snyder? Who's I that? I like Billy Crudup. Ooh. For me I like, he's pretty he's taut. Taut in the he face. He has to lo-
0: lose lose a couple pounds.
1: I like the the uh the um, the Bill Gates or the the um Steve Jobs character from Silicon Valley, I can't mm. remember Matt Ross I think. Yeah. He'd be good for it. Christian Bale we've heard in our select jet. I think
2: we can do I Alvin think... Gentry could be Donald Faison from uh
1: Oh, like an aged out Donald Faison? Yeah. I've got Robert Wisdom, Bunny Colvin from The Wire, mm. or just Russell Westbrook in The Future. Ooh, that looks I would brilliant. like to see Christian Bale
0: fatted fattened up and maybe play a Stan Van Gundy. I know it's on the playoffs but so, uh, I feel like... Uh, I like that. Christian Bale g- going for that Oscar for the, oh, yeah. I- the Detroit Pistons oh, yeah. story.
2: Yeah, Brad Stevens would be whatever Mormon came knocking on your door the next
0: day.
1: Frankie Muniz Jr.
0: Ooh. Who's that? To- Topher Grace? Topher
1: Grace. Topher
0: Grace. Come back. Is and, he in the new Brad, Venom movie? Brad Stevens? You keep, I don't know.
2: <laughs> was Topher Grace Spider-Man?
0: It was, was Tobey, Venom.
2: Tobey Maguire.
0: Tobey Maguire. Yeah. I don't think Tobey Maguire has a role here. Uh,
1: who we got? T- T- Ty Lue? Ty Liu can be any like uh, any of the Cosby kids, any cartoon drawing. He's one of the guys in Ray Schrummerd, Bebe's Bay kids. <laughs> uh, Brett Brown is just uh, uh, Greg Popovich before ravaged by time.
0: I think mm-hmm. Brett Brown could play himself because he's movie star handsome. Who
1: plays uh, v- the, g-
2: the white haired guy in Mad Men? Oh, Donald Sterling. Sterling? Yeah, I no, get Robert, Brent Brown, like a little Roger Sterling, Roger Sterling. Roger Sterling. Donald, Donald Sterling. Sterling. That is NBA related.
0: Uh, John Slattery.
2: John Slattery. Yeah, good, good. But like not that but white, he's but old. like but like pepper, like salt and pepper.
1: If they took his hair back, Dwayne Casey has got to be Carl Weathers, like oh. Happy Gilmore era Carl Weathers.
0: I could. That's I, kind of fun. Oh, that's kind of fun. No, funny. I could
1: see it. It's a, Carl could Bulls. pull that roll
0: off. He yeah. could
2: really be. a Oh yeah. Player. That's the move. Carl can you, you play want, a buffoon. You want gravitas in Dwayne Casey's role.
0: I bet we could get even, a, I mean, age some Donald Glover. He could pull mm. it off.
1: Donald I don't
0: Glover. know if he's stentorian enough. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, anyway, would we... Uh, I
1: don't want to play myself. I want to be played by someone uh, better than me. Yeah. So almost anyone.
0: Maybe a Matt, if, if Matt McConaughey could lose like 40 pounds and uh, look kind of true romance. I mean... Uh, Steve Kirk kind of looks
1: like... I don't know if she's an actress, but... Remember Kurt Warner's wife? Mm, she no. do Steve Kerr. She can yeah, do yeah. Steve Kerr. That's
0: pretty good. All right. Well, those oh, I,
1: d- I do remember her now. Oh God! <laughs> with the flat top. <laughs> with The flat.
2: Top. She had a those, fade. Uh,
0: <laughs> those were our listener submitted questions. If you want to submit your own questions, you got to become a Patreon supporter. You do that by going to patreon.com dot slash fast break breakfast. We got some content coming out soon that John, Uncle, Grandma with technology scheduled and never posted.
1: So, yeah, you'll have a lot of content coming soon, in- so, including a, a two-weeks-old Blazer Boy video that will now make no sense. Right. <laughs> you know Blazer Boy.
0: Having John be in, be in charge of technology was not the best decision ever made. Well, he's no, fine. he's fine. All the pieces fit. <laughs> but you know, to perfection, support, everything he yeah, does. Right. To support the program, you can do that at patreon.com slash Breakfast. Also, we've been talking about it all year. Download the draft app. We're almost done with NBA drafts, but I know many of you are into baseball
1: and the baseball ones are really fun. Hockey,
0: you can play drafts that way. I might have to get involved with that because I don't want to go through the withdrawals of no more NBA. Mm. And now, if you use our code FASTBREAK when you download the draft app from the iTunes store or the Android app store or just go to draft.com slash FASTBREAK, use our code FASTBREAK, not only do you get a $3 entry into any money game, but draft will guarantee you will have a good time To the point where they will refund you up to $100. What? If you lose, say you lose your entire role. You're like, you know what? Uh, Draft has got your back. Use our code FASTBREAK, and they will refund you up to $100. So you're literally playing with house money, much like the Celtics and the Sixers. So support our show. Have a lot of fun playing NBA drafts before the season is over. And then if you perverts want to play baseball, please, by all means, do that. And support our show at Draft.com slash fast break and remember to use our code fast break. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. The best thing you saw in the last
1: week. Rookies. I have I can't recall a playoffs where the rookies have had this much, you know, for better or for worse, have really had this much influence on these series.
0: Well you were not born. When Bird and Magic were rookies, right? I was one. I, think.
1: So, I also do not remember. So I mean, it's just—it and is not just you know Ben Simmons killing his team and Donovan Mitchell carrying his team. I mean, look at what Jason Tatum's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have never before if we had three rookies average fifteen points per game through playoff. two playoff series like this. Interesting. So yeah. I mean, it's just—it's kind of mind blowing. I can't decide which rookie has been most impressive. I guess you would say Donovan Mitchell.
0: I feel like the load that Donovan Mitchell was given has been greater, so it seems more impressive. I think I'm most impressed because also his supporting cast seems so weak. Donovan Mitchell with an impressive leading the NBA in missed shots. Right, this, uh, playoffs.
1: Donovan, yeah, see, that's the thing, like because Jason Tatum's doing it like with the, so much more efficiency, whereas Donovan Mitchell like has the has taken the most three pointers in the playoffs so far. I think he has 96. Uh, I mean, he's. He's he's a volume guy right now. He's a volume. He has, guy. To, be. He has to be. I'm not
0: I'm not Jake Crowder hasn't hit a shot in like three weeks. Uh Royce O'Neill who's been incredible. I love Royce O'Neill. Yeah. Uh but that guy, like he he can't really handle a scoring load. Uh Gobert's getting his brains battered in by Clint Capella. So again, I guess I, I guess I favor. Uh, Mitchell, because Mitchell did he did live up to th- the pressure, the hype. Right. He came through like Ben Simmons. There's an argument he didn't live up to what we expected, mm-hmm. and again, a lot I mean, of that's because we thought they were going to make the final. Mitchell
1: pretty much first could first only round. be stopped by injury. Uh, OG Anunobi,
2: he played.
0: He looks really good. He looked I mean, good.
2: He's a rookie. Bam from it's Miami. It's he played some good minutes.
0: I mean, yeah. he, you know. Well, now that last one I can't give you. I mean, Bam's fine, but. I mean, like. He doesn't
2: deserve the same breath. But it, there's a, a lot of good
1: rookies this year playing good minutes. Chetty
0: Ch- Ch- for- Ch- 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 Osman's still going, Chuck. Chetty Ch- Osmond. <laughs> Zach give, Collins. Uh,
1: but all this rookies, rookie talk does remind me of a, a little tune. Oh. Dinklage.
0: Peter Dinklage. Peter
1: Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage. Dinklage. Guys. It's a game of scone. We talked about Donovan Mitchell. Here's how good he has been. There have only been four rookies ever who play in at least two series and average more points per playoff game than Donovan Mitchell. Okay. I'm going to give you one big hint now, and then I'll give you little hints later if you can't get them. You have three strikes. None of these rookie seasons came after 1970. That's how historic he has been.
0: Hmm. Oh, wait, these are all players before
1: 1970? Yes. Oh, I'm lost. Well, I'm going to give you some swings, and then we'll do some hints if it doesn't okay. work. So this Keith, isn't a three like strikes, you're out thing. This, this is, is a who... three strikes, you're out. It is, okay.
0: I'll go Wilt Chamberlain.
1: That is correct. Way to go, Keith. Um, Oscar Robertson. Incorrect. One strike against Chuck. Swing and a miss. Uh, Jerry West. <laughs> I like where your head's at, but no. Um, I'll give you a hint on two of these guys could be referred to as thesbians. Kareem Abdul Lou Alcindor Jabbar. That's correct. And he was Lou Alcindor when mm-hmm. he did it.
2: That had to change midstream.
1: You've gotten two. Can you get the rest?
0: Thespian? <laughs>
1: um, the thesbians are now gone with Wilt and Kareem. Both, oh, both okay. Here. I was about yep. to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, If
1: you need a hint, I'll give you one, though. Bob Lanier. No, but I love it. <laughs> I'm just—that's just that's my old standby. I'm guessing the five. You're just old saying names. old names. Bob Pettit. No, that's two strikes each. I, now I'm going to give out hints. Okay, mm-hmm. two strikes each. The earliest of Lakers, Keith. Um, Elgin oh. Baylor. That's correct, but wasn't my hint. Ooh, Keith, oh, my, wasn't Can I get my get hint? double points if I get Can this. Can you close it down? George Mikan. You guys got them all. Good Elgin job. Baylor. Nice job. All right, all Good. four. That everyone's a, a winner. We all win. But, I mean, what a historic uh, performance from Donovan Mitchell.
2: I mean, it's insane. These the, guys are, the kid's going to be nice.
0: He's going to be real nice. Well, my best thing is a little New York Knicks signing our boy Dave Fisdale. But Sup? With Fisdale comes hilarious player comps. Which he started on the Grizzlies, hmm. uh, comparing just random guys to like, he's like, oh, Mike Conley's got some Dwayne Wade in him. We're got some Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. And then he pulled out the mother of all comparisons, which, uh, oh, Chandler Parsons, he has the same skill set as LeBron James.
1: <laughs> uh, Chris Nassforzing is like Joel Anthony. He's like
0: Jamichael Green. He's like our Chris Bosh. Right. So he, he would pull out all these really funny player comparisons for the Grizzlies. We we're like, uh, coach,
1: that's... Good luck. Ridiculous, mm-hmm.
0: uh, and so <laughs> some guys on Twitter shout Marc Gasol,
1: out. He's like a, he's like a. I hate, I hate Marc Gasol.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, but so um the uh the Outsiders podcast, which is a very funny podcast, if you're a Grizzlies fan, a uh, couple of guys in Memphis do it, um and they they were joking about what will be the Knicks comparisons to gr- Miami greats that he will pull out. Well, uh, it did not take David Fizdale long to pull out an incredible player comp. He said. Lance Thomas is my Draymond
1: Green. Oh, my. Mm. The
0: coach envisions a first-team all-defender who the Knicks can run their offense through. So congratulations. <laughs> Slow clap for Fisdale. Congratulations, New York Knicks, on your universally lauded coaching hire, Dave Fisdale. You now know what you got. He's going to turn your boy Lance Thomas into Draymond Green, first-team all-defender, and they're going to be running your offense through him.
1: I think that's brilliant maneuvering. Luke Cornette, the next LBJ.
2: You just be like, when you're a coach and you have inferior players, you just be like, hey, look, I'm going to, these guys suck. Uh, why don't you think about them as a good player so that you realize how much they suck? Because until then, Lance Thomas is just a guy. But if you compare him
0: loftily, now you're going, hey, actually, he's got a crappy I roster. I think it goes to. The thing that is not being talked about, because we just we, we all agree on a narrative generally for most stories, and that's just what the narrative is, and no one really cares much. Like John was
1: not a Dave Fisdale fan when he was at... Uh, at I think, at, I, I think can't wait himself. for this to fail. <laughs>
0: yeah. Everyone's saying this is a great hire. <laughs> Why? Fisdale is awesome when he does media. Yeah. And when he gives interviews, uh-huh. he's awesome. Right? Likeable guy. Uh, there is not a history of success... His Grizzlies tenure, Stephen Bondi on the New York Post, who reported this, also reported like that story about Fisdales telling Mark Gasol in the locker room he, he wanted LeBron and he knew Mark wanted Greg Popovich, which Nick Van Exel then went out of his way to refute. But Bondi was talking about this hire being like, the Grizzlies overachieved in Fisdales' first season. Point of fact, they did not hit their Vegas over-under. Mm-hmm. They, they, they only won 43 games. Uh, their offense... He, he said, Bondi reported that uh, Fisdale showed himself to be a sound tactician. Uh, point of order, the Grizzlies had the worst field goal percentage in the entire NBA in their first season.
1: Tried to play a game that their roster was incapable of playing.
0: And if you want to point to the Grizzlies' success in their first season with Fisdale of pushing the Spurs to six games, do you guys remember <laughs> what change the Grizzlies <laughs> did in the playoffs to push the Spurs to six games? They put Zach Randolph back in In the the starting starting lineup. lineup. (laughs) They went went back to the way the Grizzlies played all before Fisdell got there. Let's look at what
1: uh, David Fisdell actually accomplished. He decimated a a brand and team single-handedly.
0: And he worked very Mm -hmm. hard to get Confederate monuments removed from the city of Memphis. That's cool. That was a huge success. This is where
2: I'll differ from you guys. I don't think he single-handedly ruined a brand and a team. I think Mark Gasol did
1: that. Uh Zebo, Zebo and TA were shipped out before any of that happened. And he had he had say in personnel. You think uh benching, sending Zebo to the bench was what made Zebo want to come back? I'm saying he could have I, I came this off the bench st- in, in, this, in Sacramento.
0: The story has been angled, it's been pitched to me by the Grizzlies, which I don't believe that you know Fizdale was the one who wanted to get rid of Allen and Randolph. I don't really believe it. It's just kind of typical Grizzlies throwing. It, uh, also, yeah, under it, yeah, it also
2: sounds like something a crappy front office would explain away. I mean, I'm once not. they you, fired the coach. I'm like, not
1: going to argue with you that the Grizzlies front office is crappy. Um, <laughs> and
2: the, to, to you know, give a little bit of credit to Fizdale, he didn't sign Chandler Parsons, who never played in his first year. He so that Vegas under over. over But that Vegas over under wasn't, you know, you know, that was partially bi- based on Parsons playing after a really great year. Their it um, was forty three and a half. and
0: a half. They didn't get there.
2: That's not very high. Well, I mean, you lose the, like, Speaking, the biggest free agent signing you've had in years. Ever. For the whole ever. season. Ever. Speaking Bradley. of
0: the Grizzlies, however, we are just a few days away from the NBA draft lottery. And we are hosting an officially sanctioned Memphis Grizzlies draft lottery watch party in, wait for it, Nashville. Why isn't it on the flyer? We made a flyer. What do you mean? Well, like it's not on our flyer?
2: I don't know what the Grizzlies, the one that we posted on on Instagram.
0: I don't what know what it? the it is in your sentence.
2: The the like Grizzlies officials imprimatur.
0: Well, I mean they, they they put their name on it, did they?
2: Well, okay. More Th- importantly,
1: they post two for one beers, two oh, for one, two, two for, for one, one well drinks. It's yeah. at six p.m. and a wing special. Come on.
0: It's at 6 p.m. at the mainstay in Nashville, right. Tennessee. You don't have to be a Grizzlies fan. All NBA fans. Yeah. We hope uh, some of our listeners are going to be there. We can hang out with you guys. We will only be giving away Grizzlies gear, though. Uh, there are lots of prizes that we have to give away. Some autographed items donated by the Grizzlies. So come out 6 p.m. at the mainstay on Tuesday, May 15th. Two-for-one drinks. wing specials. You're going to hang out with us. We're going to watch the draft lottery uh, it's going to be very, very exciting. If the Grizzlies get the fifth pick, I will cry.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, For so uh, many reasons. you want to
0: watch Keith cry. If that's not a hard sell, I don't know what else <laughs> there is. <laughs> Chuck, you got a best.
2: Yeah, I got a best. So Drew Bledsoe, we're talking about him again. <laughs> uh, apparently he has a vineyard and he makes wine and he's going to come out with his uh, a brand of wine called Terry Rosé. And I'm down with it. I love rosé. It's refreshing in the summer. It's a beautiful, crisp, sparkling pink. Uh, It's It's very in right now. It is. Everybody's drinking boxed rosé. There's 40 ounces of rosé now, you can what? You can get a 40 ounce of rosé in East Nashville right now. Drew Bledsoe's
1: Q rating just went from nowhere to front and center.
0: Pablo Torre made the joke, I can't believe a basketball game ended... On an interception, and Drew Bledsoe was taunting. Mm. <laughs> that's kind of great. It's pretty great. But
2: no, it's a beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful time for Drew Bledsoe. Kind of forgotten.
0: Was that sports was hero? The, was the stupid T-shirt he was wearing? Was that for his vineyard? Because that would explain it. Yeah, it I really was looking at him, being like, "You knew you would be on TV all the time because, again, Q rating blowing up. Oh, he's it. All this stuff, and that's the T-shirt you chose to wear. Yeah. Like just a random T-shirt with some print." What is that, aerial font? Yeah. Just, I uh,
2: I, I, yeah, it's... it's should I have think gone that's with Comic Sans.
0: Mm. <laughs> All right, well, those are our best things. What's the opposite of our steak and eggs best thing? The cream of wheat worst thing. What's your cream of wheat?
1: I don't want to go back to this well, but I'm not really ready to be done talking about the abject despair I feel about Toronto and its prospects.
0: What are the prospects for these 59-win Toronto Raptors, John?
1: Well, are we about to see the NBA Coach of the Year get fired?
0: Well, he's not technically the Coach of the Year. He's the NBA Coach's Coach of the Year, okay. which is a brand-new award as okay. of last year.
1: So. so, But also, yes. So the first one ever do- doled out is going – and I feel like they should fire him.
0: You've never been a fan, John. Never been a fan. This is like uh, Moriarty coming out and saying, "Like I think Sherlock Holmes should be killed."
1: Yeah, like, but Masai Ujiri has to be kind of mad that what they did all season—they reverted to their old Why ways. Why aren't
0: any fingers being pointed at Masai Ujiri? I'm just asking. <laughs>
1: I feel like like Masai has the plausible deniability, but I guess that doesn't really work because Dwayne was just as much a part of that as he was. Wouldn't uh, Damari Carroll
0: have been maybe a slightly nicer piece than Serge Ibaka?
1: Dwayne Casey didn't do those things. I mean, I feel like if anyone is going to get scapegoated completely, it's probably Serge Ibaka to the point where I feel like he's almost gotten too much blame as bad as he was. I agree with that. Um I I I watched those games too. He he wasn't good, but he wasn't the reason they were losing.
0: Masai Ujiri traded an asset to get rid of Damari Carroll to create room to bring in CJ Miles and Serge Ibaka right. who
1: were trash. Right. Mm. And did not provide like We thought we were going to see the spacing that to t- to let the Raps do what they did all season, but they they didn't play that way. That was the craziest thing to me. They played a completely different style of basketball than they played all year.
0: If they fire coach Qua- Casey, who I almost called Quasi,
1: mm, I like that. That's not bad.
0: What, like, What's the point? What are they going to do? Are, are they going to keep the roster the same and just bring in a new coach and see what uh, George Carl or someone stupid can do with well, the team? Well,
1: here's the deal. like, <laughs> Everyone talking about blowing up the team, Like, it's going to be hard for that ownership group to blow up a team that just won that many games and made that much money.
0: And you can't... Also, you can't blow up a team with older, depreciating assets.
1: Uh, also, they think. are also the way they're set up what can they do exactly. everything is expiring everything is right there no
0: one's trading for Kyle Lowry
1: right Mm-mm. Uh, all those scenarios that are being doled out Kyle Lowry's like 34 years old yeah it looks bleak there in the 6 in the in the ron
0: i'm just <sighs> nothing is wrong with being a top 6 or 7 nba team lebronto like they they were a top at the very least, the, the bare minimum, they're, they're a top eight NBA team this year. They're the one they,
1: seed in the East. They should probably do nothing until they see what happens with exactly. the other teams. Well, that's absolutely true. Right. Like, I, I don't think they can be proactive in tearing things down. But, but getting back to like my thesis statement here. Yes. This is the, that was the most depressing playoff loss I have ever seen, series-wise. Period, oh. and that counts the second most depressing playoff loss I've ever seen, which was the Blazers getting swept by the Pelicans, which I didn't get to talk about because I missed the last there podcast. So many sadder. Ones. So this has been a terrible playoff for those they're, fan bases. Oh, they go from the zeniths they were at, because that's the to me that's the best the Blazers have been in ages, and they you know their record against really good teams was amazing. They were looking like one of the better teams. The Raptors were the best team in the East. They this was a year where maybe they're going to make some noise. They didn't just not make noise. They got swept by their worst nightmare scenarios. They got stomped by the Lebron the,
0: They also have the similarity of being in the same boat as the Raptors. Like, what right. do you do? You're you're good. You can't really move anything. You can't really dump assets. You don't want to. I just feel like yeah, keep you just kind of keep your nose down. LeBron just owns them. He just
2: owns them. It's sunning. It's the big. It is Buddy sunnet. on the block. Another, another depressing thing. You can't thing beat in
0: one on one. From that Raptors defeat was at the end of game four. Rodney Hood, who's been pretty much worthless for the Cavaliers, wouldn't check in. Refused to check in,
1: which I think is crazy business. Mm-hmm. Uh, he must be a jackass.
0: Well, like, it came out later. Like, Rodney Hood is a guy who struggles with anxiety. And we, want, we we want to be aware of mental health issues.
1: There I go again.
0: And and not speak out of turn. <laughs> Maybe Rodney Hood was having this, a thing. <laughs> Don't call people jackasses. <laughs> how, how, however, John, mm-hmm. to defend you there, <laughs> I think when the behavior like this guy is clearly mad about falling out of the rotation, and then it seems like we're you know we're saying oh he's got an anxiety problem. That kind of reeks to me of that that new Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. where Larry David starts claiming Tourette's. Mm-hmm. He's like, this this behavior matches up a little too well. Like, yeah. oh, you're really mad. You decide not to go in the game. And then, uh, again, I don't want to make fun of anxiety, but it seemed more like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode than an actual mental health Well, issue. I mean,
2: I would be anxious to go and play with a bunch of people who didn't like me.
0: Ooh. I don't... Is Honestly. there any evidence? I don't know. It they were up like, by 35. Yeah, at I did a, play on, at Duke. On a home court... <laughs> What's the downside yeah. to playing, to going in? You I can shoot yeah. as much you know, as you want, like Randy Foy.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, a good Foy reference. Never never fails to warm <laughs> the cockles <laughs> of my heart.
0: Uh, anyway, my worst thing...
1: Is it, it not just uh, Rodney Hood? No, no,
0: no. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Detroit basketball... Stan Van? You St- want to keep Stan Van in town? The stuns? I'm just saying, Stan Van Gundy, Stons, who Stons. has Stons. set up the Detroit Pistons in a very, very terrible predicament. Oh, yes. For years and years to come, and being like, yeah, I'm out. Trading Blake Griffin, which I know was a franchise-wide decision, Mm -hmm. but to look at what he hath wrought upon that roster. It's beautiful. I Mm. mean, the guys they're paying. We owe him all. The amount of money they're paying, Reggie Jackson, John Lure, Langston Galloway, not even including the giant contracts of Drummond and Griffin.
1: Sam Van is the Red Dragon. We are ants in the afterbirth.
0: It's uh That's it's hilarious. it's pretty epic. I, I thought that he would outlast the Josh Smith contract. Nope. Ooh. Nope. Uh, Josh Smith still three more years and sixteen million dollars to go. Dang.
1: I like how his savvy moves like Tobias Harris turned into monster nightmare moves.
0: I think even looking at the Josh Smith amnesty move, yeah, what a terrible, terrible decision <laughs> yeah. to open up your salary cap so you can <laughs> fill it with more horrible nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> like just accept this one nightmare that's like the Knicks right now talking about like Joe Kim Noah they might use the yeah. stretch provision no yeah you just need to swallow that giant contract and not
1: I feel this extreme like I've quit drinking so now I just like eat a lot of bad foods now it's like, like someone candy with- and like donuts <laughs> hmm Great. Well, I've traded one vice for four others. It's just
0: someone with impulse control being like, oh, (laughs) I I can get a small business loan or I can can, can get a second mortgage to open up more money. Like, no, you need to not take on more money. You need to not sign whoever uh, is going to come up in free agency. And speaking of free agency. Isn't
1: this funny how what you're talking about, though, we wouldn't even be talking about if – they won just a few more games and they made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't
2: that that weird? And then Blake Griffin, that's a a good move. And what what if they win a first round game or two? And
0: also, like when, I pointed out a few times before, when Reggie Jackson played this season, they were were like 19 uh, and five or something crazy. Let's not get carried away. I mean, 25 and 17.
1: Oh, yeah. But still. Yeah, they were really good. Comfortably
0: playoff paced. Rodney Hood, who's a restricted free agent, I assume not coming back to the Cavs, could come back to the Cavs. I know, you know, you know how this ends up, right? The Grizzlies use their full, oh, full oh, middle exception, yeah. for Rod Hood. Uh, and they finally get Rodney Hood. Unless that'll be our Dave p- Yeager can chase him down first and finally consummate that relationship.
1: That'll be our biggest free agent signing ever.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I, I was uh, I woke up in the middle of the night last night uh, when I, I had a I had a vision, an epiphany mm-hmm. about who the Grizzlies are going to sign in free agency. It's Jaleel. It's too little Lokafor. Ooh! Oh my God! Be hot. For a top three pick you can get, get on it. a second draft, didn't work out on his first two teams. Chris Wallace is gonna take that to the bank.
1: I don't think I smell what you're cooking. <laughs> oh! All right, my worst of the
2: week. Uh, this week it was uh, ESPN is just lazy. They had like a top <laughs> ten play. It was just all. 10 different video angles of LeBron hitting that game winner. It is lazy. It's so lazy. You know, it's not like we like this which is, game winner of the week. The, was it Chuck? Is the one I know was, which one it was. Yeah. He had
0: multiple first he had multiple, multiple game
2: first. winners. Good. Grief. I mean, this is the first time we've mentioned LeBron in this podcast. Jesus. No, You can't stop talking about him. He's, you know, I so sad that I don't have him in my life uh, anymore as a heat fan, but I think I have to start rooting for the Cavs.
1: It's oh the, my, what? It's the only,
2: and that's why it's the worst. It's the only team that I find that storyline to be appealing. <laughs> I mean, Boston is, isn't really realistic no, to I'm me. Either. And they could, they could surprise and me. And you don't want the Warriors of the Rockets. I don't want the, I don't want the ro- Warriors. I think that's like, it's just kind of, you know, cheating a little bit. And I don't want the Rockets because I don't think they, they got to earn that. They got to go to a finals first to me. But LeBron's got that. He's going to get his uh, ring over Wade. He's got his you know, final
0: streak intact. He's chasing, well, climbing, creeping towards Kobe. That's how I've always felt. I mean, I'm a fan of LeBron. I don't particularly like the Cavaliers. But every time I look at the playoffs, I'm like, I don't want that stupid team to make it or that stupid right. team. I would rather just LeBron keep making
2: it. Right. And I, I just kind of want to see his legacy to kind of turn into the golden god status that I think it's inevitably, or at least he deserves cuz you know Jordan got all the like 6 and 0 in the finals thing. LeBron's got to fight through that. If he even gets to 6 uh chips, which I don't know if he will. It's it's the conversation's over cuz he'll have to have done it's it like 37 would, years old.
1: I am interested in a landscape that doesn't have the same pillars and and mountains in it. So But I, I think we'll look back at this era and love this time of basketball. I agree. I think it's like you know
2: there there are ebbs and flows in you know how exciting basketball is. Um, but I think
0: this is like peak NBA. Well, let's let, let's go from that to our scattered, smothered, covered thoughts. Who do you want to see in the finals, Chuck? You're saying you want you want the Cavs. So I'm like, who do you want to see? And who do you think you're going to see?
2: So I want to see. Uh, I think I'll see Golden State and um and the Cavs. I would love to see Houston and the Celtics. That would be an incredible series. Ooh. I think the Celtics would get you know worked out. But I think it would be a fun series to watch, because the pressure with Chris Paul and James Harden in the finals, without LeBron's presence, could lead to some interesting, uh, you know, games. But I will—I I think it's going to be Golden State and and LeBron. Um, I and also the Cavaliers. I, don't I also think, think the same. I don't think it, there's any other way.
0: But who knows? We we, we got to recognize Chris Paul, his Ball. game five. Threw control. the MVP on his back and carried him into the finals. Like, Come on, buddy. Finals. And that's it. Both
2: of those players have the ability to carry a game on their own, and they don't have to do it every game now. So it kind of is.
0: Also, after after that after that game five victory where Chris Paul hit all of his shots at 41 points and 10 <laughs> assists, whatever it was. And then after the game, he's like, yeah, people don't know this. Like, like James Harden was feeling pretty sick tonight. Like is being really really nervous? Does that count? Is that sick now? Yeah, it's anxiety. Oh okay. uh, yeah, I can't make fun of that. Nah. No, that's an ableist. I don't want to. We're, do
2: we're, we're we're a disability friendly podcast. It's like
0: I have to. Uh, I get the runs before big games. Is that that's, that's it. the James Hardness illness?
2: That's the 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 beard squirts.
0: It was my squirts game. Harden mm-hmm. oh, Harden squirts games. Uh, yeah, I just took my brother away. <laughs> John, who do you think you are going to see in the finals?
1: I mean, it's. I really desperately will be rooting for the Celtics just cuz I want to see what level Dad Brad can take this. Um I want to see how he can scheme for cuz right now the Cavs offense is humming at like a truly terrifying Rocketsian level. Right. Like it's not quite as good as the Rockets has been, but it's right there with it. Uh 112.7 to the Rockets unreal 113.6. But the problem is like the Celtics offense doesn't always work. Right. And um it's going to be, you know, it's the reverse of the the inverse of the immovable object and the unstoppable force because the Cavs' defense certainly doesn't work. But do I keep picking against LeBron? Do I, gentlemen? No. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> let's see, Cavs. And, let's see, Celtics at seven. Uh, yeah. And then I, I, cannot pick against the Warriors right now. I think they're just. Uh, I just an unstoppable can't wait to watch these games. The Warriors, Man. the Warriors are bored, and yeah. are playing with their food, and we're about to you see. Think so I yes. thought they were
0: really locked in against the Pelicans.
1: Uh, they took that monster game from the brow for him to pull that one. God, I mean, the brow had a bunch of monster games, and they yeah. still covered most of their spreads. Yeah, I mean that mm-hmm. was that was scary. The, the Pelicans have been one of the best teams in the playoffs, and got handled easily. The Pelicans probably beat every other team besides the. I'm trying to.
0: I was trying to work Rockets. that out in my own mind. Like, where do the Pelicans rank among the other playoff teams? I'm not like I can't decide.
1: I think it's. I feel like
2: there's a lot of people thinking they're Warriors, really Rockets, Cavs, Pelicans, probably.
1: Interesting, you know. I'm not prepared. to I mean, to go Celtics,
2: there. maybe Pelican. I think maybe the Celtics could beat the Pelicans.
1: I think that. I think Rondo wouldn't let it happen though. The Pelicans would have made some noise in the East. They would have. They would have. Yeah. I it don't should know. be in the East.
0: I feel like the Jazz might have handled the Pelicans. That might be an unpopular opinion. Like the Jazz with Rubio, I think definitely handle the Pelicans.
1: But again, man, I'm not, I could talk about the sure. Rubio stuff for a while because there there are elements to the Jazz where the the Rubio going down was not a bad thing. Yeah. There were elements. Like, th- they play a different style when he's out It's c- kind of conducive to l- like more of a run and gun thing.
0: Yeah, which they don't have the right matchup for that, or did not have the right matchup. Uh, Capella, who. Outplayed... How have we not talked about him? Well, oh, well Capella, I- I'll play. I'll play Colbert. He had a really hilarious stat. I mean, he obviously having five blocks in a fourth quarter is amazing. Yeah. But the stat of like, he's the only, only the fourth player to have four blocks in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. The other three. Dwight Howard, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Greg Ostertag, oh. <laughs> Javale McGee, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that compelling of a stat, but uh, it was really good. I think. I think. I'm still Warriors. Cavs. I think Warriors. Cavs. I think. I think. I don't think the conference finals. I don't think they're going to be close, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I think it's going to be comfortably Warriors and comfortably Cavs. Really? Very yeah. Very
1: I cool. think both uh, series will be hard fought, but I think we will see Apex Predator Warriors, and I think. I I do not I, I'd be stunned if, if after all the amazing magic he's been able to pull out if Stevens doesn't have some something to, to steal at one of the early games.
0: Yeah, they're probably gonna want to get that. Uh let, let's look at the coaching moves and see if we have any thoughts before we get to the International Stackhouse of Pancakes. You guys excited about James Borrego? Mm, yes. Right. <laughs> the Bucks are interviewing Becky Hammond. People are angry about that. I don't get
2: it. I a lot like of people it. are angry. I like it. I think there, you know, there should be some sort of like uh that's the first interview of uh, female coach right. ever for a head. I'm coach happy
0: about getting
1: to make jokes about Igor Kokoskov. Mm.
0: I like uh, Anthony Irwin who does uh, I think I don't know if he still does. He don't know the, who that is. Anthony Irwin does locked on Lakers. Oh. He uh, he reads it. Oh, as I thought it was a, a coach, coach. <laughs> as, as 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 Joe Bluth doing. Kakar! Uh, Kakowski,
2: Kakowski. Uh, that reminds Kakaoska. me So Kakowski, uh, I had an English teacher in uh, high school from Russia, which is hilarious. His name was Igor Tiburkov. That's a good name. And he had zero control of his class. He didn't understand the American child. Mm. And I think there's something to that. You're probably going to see some issues like, there like with the, Igor. The threats yeah. to
0: syndicate to the Gulag. Just no, you know, we we just didn't listen translate. to him. We
2: ran we yep. ran him out, a, and we a... did this move, and it was the greatest move ever. Where uh, we would be given work, and we're sitting at our desk, and then somebody would fart and have him come to the smell it to to the desk and That's good. smell it. Classic. And he got onto it, and eventually would like. Make, back at the child, no, he would make you oh. go to the desk, and then we would
1: just wait to fart till we got at the desk. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of great to his desk. I think it's well, funny. I had a science teacher named Mr. Peterman, who had a lisp, pretty, mm. pretty rough go for him, too.
0: Oof. I think it's funny. The Suns hiring this guy who has the obvious connection to Luka Doncic, having mm-hmm. coached him, mm-hmm. um, before with the Serbian national team. Too
1: bad that's our guy, that's Grisbeck.
0: I think that guarantees
2: the Suns will not get, I mean, it's comically, yeah, karmically, Luka yeah. Doncic. yeah. So I mean
0: whatever. But who knows? Karmic I don't know I don't know what all the lottery karma is is going to be. Um also I guess we talked about uh Fizdale going to the uh, Knicks, which I think I think is funny. Like I hope it works out. I like Fizdale. Seems like a great guy.
2: I don't I don't think it's going to I think he'll work well in New York. He, he you know, he's a he's a classy dude. Um sharp, his time, sharp dresser. He's got a yeah, he's a good guy. So Oh no! know.
0: All right, well, let's move to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Given each week to the worst performance in a box score, we have a few honorable mentions. Bob Covington, 0 for 8. Jay Crowder, 2 for 11. Marcus Morris, 3 for 14. Our three nominees as they occurred chronologically through the week. Donovan Mitchell in the Game 3 loss. Against Volume shooter. The Rockets, <laughs> 4 for 16. 10 points, 1 board, 3 assists, 3 turnovers, 4 personal fouls. Jay Crowder, game four against the Rockets, which was a loss. One for 11, five points, five rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks, no turnovers, two personal fouls. Marcus Morris in Smoke. the closeout victory against the Sixers. One for 10, six points, three boards, one steal, one block, one turnover, five personal fouls. It was kind of tough. You got Donovan Mitchell, four for 16. Jay Crowder, one for 11. Marcus Morris, one for 10.
1: I'm gonna take those country roads to Boyd Crowder, Jay Crowder,
0: Jay Boyd Crowder. It's mm-hmm. not bad. One vote for Jay. Chuck, how do you feel?
1: Um, that Donovan
2: Mitchell line.
0: It's not a good line. It's not great.
2: Um, yeah, I will get that. I'll go Don. Don. What we got? Three-way split.
0: Should I three-way split it? I kind of feel like I should. Really, Mook Morris. I mean, he five at least had five, five fouls, fouls. Yeah, which which is actually bad. Yeah. I mean, no fouls is. Bad. He was trying. <laughs> he was trying. I, I do appreciate that. Crowder with the two blocks kind of gets him off the hook. I'm going to go, actually, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, uh, four for 16 volume shooting. Congratulations. You are this week's winner. I will say. He was the star of the show. Over the last three games for the Jazz, Jake Crowder, four for 28. Mm. Four for 28 from the field.
1: Hard I, to win those games. I tried not to let that affect me, but good God. Uh, that also, also,
0: Marcus Morris. Over the last three games of the Celtics series was ten for thirty-nine. It's no four for twenty-eight, but that also is pretty bad.
1: All right. Par fadeaway, guys. What are we looking forward to in the coming week? That clicking sound you hear is me going to tankathon.com and hitting sim lottery until the Grizzlies have the number one pick repeatedly.
0: The lottery's five days away and we're having a party again. If you're in the Nashville area, and I do count Memphis the Nashville area, mm-hmm. it's only a two hundred and forty dollar Uber. Come Nothing. to the mainstay two for ones from six to 8 p.m. We'll be watching the draft lottery party, hanging out and watching basketball. I have
1: three Memphis Grizzlies number one picks in a row.
0: That's awesome. So we'll do the draft lottery. Atlanta.
1: What? My uh,
0: par fadeaway is the Eastern Conference Finals. Cavs, Celtics, Kyrie Irving watching the games at home. Mm.
1: <laughs> so great.
0: Both his current team and his former team. He wanted to have his own team. Turns out they both made the conference finals without him. That is amusing. Man.
2: <laughs> so experience. We're looking at experience. A uh, little cool fact. LeBron has more career playoff minutes than the entire Celtics roster. And that's including Al Horford, who has half of their total playoff minutes played.
0: I'm not even I'm not even impressed by this it's stat. It's not an impressive I stat. I assume he would have like 10 times more right. or, so, or something. He's
2: got well, he's got more, but he's uh he, I think that is going to play a long way into the the Eastern Conference uh, finals and the same with uh, the Golden State Warriors. Chris Paul's never played in a conference final. This is his first one. I, we've seen the moment kind of overwhelm him sometimes. So I think, yeah, I, I think, I, I think Chris he's Paul's, awesome. Yeah. I think
0: Chris Paul is going to be awesome. I don't know. James what, Harden.
2: Talk to me about James Harden. I don't Harden. know what and the Harden
0: too. were doing, keeping him out of the finals all these years. One of one of those two players but is going to I think the rest implode. of the Rockets are going to fall apart.
2: It might be them. Yeah. You were right about the, uh, about the Raptors bench not being able to do anything because they stunk. All off uh, all this,
0: yeah. You're telling me your postseason hopes depend on Fred Van Fleet hitting shots. S- Come on. Sorry, man. fam. You're so right. Keith, uh, bro. support the show by downloading the draft app. Remember, use our code FASTBREAK, they will guarantee your money up to 100 bucks if you lose out and decide you do not have a good time. Draft.com/slash fast break. Support us at patreoncom slash breakfast. You can follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break, like us on Facebook. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing.
1: Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fab break, break, man. You understand?